Wherever you are, can you just speak to God to speak to your heart this morning? I want you to still remain standing. Ask the Lord to send his word into your heart. Ask the Lord to send his light and send his life into your heart this morning. Ask him that you want a touch. You want a touch. You want a touch from his presence. Holy Spirit, move in this atmosphere, in this auditorium this morning across the globe for as many whose ears and eyes are connected with us in this place. Have your way, Holy Ghost. Do a work that only you can do. Reach hearts that only you can reach. Oh Lord, we worship you. Life giver. Life changer. Jehovah. You are the covenant keeping God. Oh, destiny changer. Destiny helper. Mountain mover, just some living. You're a covenant keeping God. Come, life giver, life changer. Jehovah, you're the covenant keeping God. Destiny helper. of your word, the covenant of the sacrifice of Jesus is the reason why we are here. We stand on that finished walk is the reason why we are alive. All that we are doing is because by the sacrifice of Jesus we enter the covenant with you. This morning, O oh God, we ask that by reason of that covenant, you will reach out to us again. By the reason of your covenant with your word, that everywhere your word is mentioned, it will not return back to you void. Send the light of your word this morning in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Spirit of God. Have your way in our midst. In Jesus' name we have prayed. 
I am seriously grateful to God and to our fathers who have given me another privilege, an opportunity to come and share God's word with you. I sincerely consider it a privilege every time I have the opportunity to share the word of God and the word of life. And I always thank our daddies for giving me that privilege again this morning. Um, we have a very technical topic in front of us on the theme Go ye into all the world, all the world, and make disciples. And I want us to begin our discussion this morning from Psalms chapter 68. Psalms chapter 68, verse 11. Psalms chapter 68, verse 11. I want every one of us to be there. I will read it from the King James Version while subsequently I may be reading from other versions of the Bible. The Lord gave the word. Great was the company of those who published it. Kings of armies did flee apace, and she that tarried at home divided the spoil. Now, we'll be dwelling a lot on that particular verse 11 of that text that has to do with the company of those that publish the word. Those that announce the word. Those that spread the word. Those who have gotten involved in the business of ensuring that the word of God is published, is spread, is expressed across all nations. And since January, it was so, as you look through our program, we kept rolling out several companies, several groups of people who are involved in the business of publishing, of announcing the world, whether it's among students, whether it's in the hinterlands, whether it's in the mission fields, whether it's with the secondary school students, whether it's in the health field, whether it's in the amongst men, the full gospel, we kept going through the fact that the word of God, which God has given, must be published, must be spread, 
must be expressed, must be announced by a very, very, very great company. And I'm going to spend a lot of time on that because as we kept going around, I know for someone he says, I'm not involved in this, I'm not involved in that, I'm not involved in this one. Where's my space? And today we are going to be discussing publishing the word of God. Spreading the word of God. Announcing the word of God on a very, very critical world. I call it a world. Because whenever you come into the internet, you are in another world. But before I go into that, into the nitty gritties, how can I be involved? How can I find my space? The Lord raised a very strong burden on my heart, which is the matter of the Lord gave the word. If you read that from newer versions, it's expressed in a present continuous tense. The Lord gives the word. And it's so striking and we want to settle that first. Before we talk about publishing. There must be a release. There must be an experience. There must be an exposure. There must be a contact with the God who gives his word. It's so popular and common that you see a lot of people do things around the gospel. Do things around Christian ideologies and when you come on the internet if you are very very active you have an active user of the internet it is easy to think that everything that comes in the name of God is the word of God it is easy to feel that if I just find a video and they are talking about God I can share it and they just did a drama that looks to make sense. And this will be good. I can share the video. Somebody just speaks. I can just pull it out. And many times you don't know that what you are spreading is not the word. The very first thing that I want to draw your attention to this morning. Is that if we must be actively and fruitfully engaged in publishing, in announcing, in spreading the word, then the Lord must give the word. Don't worry, just follow me. I believe God that you will understand. It is not everything that is spoken in the name of the word of God that actually is the giving, the spoken, the revealed word of God. As I kept reading and reading and reading and reading and reading through scriptures, it becomes clear and clear and clear to me 
that somebody can be actively involved in something that looks like the gospel. Paul spoke, I think the last time we were here, we were talking about this gospel. And it's good that we just refresh ourselves again. In Jeremiah chapter 23, can you turn with me to Jeremiah chapter 23? Jeremiah chapter 23. Now, I would have loved to read the entire book. But I know I don't have that luxury of time. I will just run through from verse 15. Therefore thus says the Lord of hosts, concerning the prophets, Behold, I will feed them with bitter food, and give them poisoned water to drink, for from the prophets of Jerusalem, ungodliness has gone out into all the land. Is it possible that there is a prophet preaching, but he's sponsoring ungodliness? Is it possible that there is someone who has the wave, the airwaves, the internet wave, but every time the word comes, Ungodliness is sponsored. Lasciviousness is sold. Verse 16. Thus says the Lord of hosts, Do not listen to the word of the prophets who prophesy to you, filling you with vain hopes. They speak visions of their own mind. Not from the mouth of the Lord. Now, are you seeing that it is not everything spoken in the name of the Lord that is from the mouth of the Lord? Amen? Oh my God. Are we together this morning? If we must publish the word and bring the kind of results, then we must ensure that we experience and receive first for ourselves the word of God. The Lord gave the word. So if you are spreading, if you are publishing something, I see people have thousands of followers. And I'm going to get to that. The internet is a place where everybody has a follower. Where everybody has a stage. Where everybody has an audience. No matter how small you are, just put something on your WhatsApp status. The other day I just pasted something. I was surprised. I didn't know that's how powerful this thing is. And it shocked me that over 300 people, between 24 hours, heard my voice. Saw my face. Listen to what I was saying. I hope you know what it will take for you to gather a congregation of 300. 
Even as I'm speaking now, I know some people's mind are somewhere in Abakpa, some are in Abani Road, some people's mind are somewhere. Some people are even on their phones in another world. But from the comfort of my room, about 300 people in 24 hours say, what? This is a world. This is a place where the word of God must be published. But it must be the giving word of God. I am against the prophets. They prophesy lies in my name. Verse 20. The anger of the Lord will turn back until he has executed and accomplished the intents of his heart. In the latter days you will understand it clearly. I did not send the prophets. Yet they ran. I did not speak to them. Yet they prophesied. But if they had stood in my presence. If they had stood in my counsel. Then they would have proclaimed my words to my people. And they would have turned them from their evil way. And from the evil of their deeds. Am I a God that is only close by at hand? Declares the Lord. Am I not a God also of a far distance? Can a man hide himself in a secret place? So that I cannot see him? Declares the Lord. Do I not feel the heaven and the earth? Declares the Lord. I have heard what the prophets have said. Who prophesy lies in my name saying I have dreamed a dream. I have a dream. I have a revelation. One million millionaires coming out of this place. I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I am against them. How long shall there be lies in the heart of the prophets? Who prophesy lies and who prophesy the deceit of their own hearts? Why think, who think to make my people forget my name by their dreams? That they tell one another, even as their fathers forgot my name by bar. Let the prophet who has a dream, let him do what? Tell a dream. So some of the things that you publish are dreams. People just sit down in their houses and conjure something and it looks very interesting. It looks very, very captivating. And every time I see it, I'm asking myself, is this the word of God? Don't, doesn't matter who is saying it. God said what? Let him go let him be talking. But God also said, let him who has my word, let him do what? Let him speak my word faithfully. What has straw in common with wheat? So this morning, I don't really want to focus on chaff. I don't want to focus on those people. But I want you to just note that it's not everything that is spoken in the name of God that is spoken with the word of God, that is spoken in the presence of God, that is actually the word of God. What is chaff to do with wheat, declares the Lord. 
Is my word not like fire? Is my word not like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces? Therefore, behold, I am against the prophet, declares the Lord, who steal my words one from another. Now, let's leave those prophets because that's not my focus this morning. Before I leave Jeremiah chapter 23, you need to note that the word of God was likened to three things in that scripture. What's the first one? Fire. What's the second one? Hammer. What's the third one? Wheat. It says that some people are speaking chaff. And what easily comes to my mind is something like cheese balls. You know that when you are hungry, even if you buy 10 cheese balls or 20 cheese balls, what are you doing, please? You are doing what, please? Talk to me. You are just entertaining yourself. <laughs> if you are really hungry, some of those things make you what? More hungry. God clearly said that his word It has an effect. The word of God, the spoken word of God that we are to publish, actually, every time God sends it, He said it is like fire, it is like hammer, it must produce a result. Anywhere fire passes through, you must see the effect. Am I correct? Oh my God, am I correct? You cannot carry fire in your bosom and fire will not consume you. You cannot touch fire and it will not leave a mark on your life. You cannot accept it was not fire you came near. You can't carry hammer. Even this thing that is very strong and is looking good. If you carry correct hammer and hit on it, all of us will rush you and say, why you won't spoil our thing? Because no matter how powerful or how strong it is, hammer will change its status. One way to easily check whether you have the word of God is to check if there is an effect. And if it is the word of God, brethren, <laughs> it will create an effect. And as I just studied the internet, it's so interesting that it's something Anybody who has experienced God and has graciously begun to have contact with God's word must take advantage of. 
If fire touches a man, that man will know that what? Fire burns me. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. My word is what? Oh my God, I need you to respond to me. The call this morning seems to be... The word of God is what? Is quick. Is powerful. Is living. Is is active is full of life giving power every time it comes it goes right to the bones sometimes I'm studying the word of God and I shiver you have ever encountered God's word you will know it's like something runs through your body You will feel some shock. You can resist it. Paul said we are to some the smell of death. We are to some the smell of life. But whether we are a smell, we smell. We smell. We bring an effect to everybody. You can choose to hate us. You can choose to love us. But we come with an effect. The word of God has an effect. Effective publishers of the word of God are first men who have received the word for themselves. One of the things that happens in our generation is that we are quick to paste. We are quick to cut and paste. And I want you to note that what God has not done in your heart, even on the internet, cannot happen in another man's heart. Why I'm laying this foundation for you is to understand that this is the reason why many times the word of God looks like it is weak. Because actually, if you put a hammer in the hand of a toddler, what is going to happen? It will injure the toddler. <laughs> it cannot produce an effect. The problem is not with the hammer. The problem is with the carrier of the hammer. So the first thing, the, the, the next thing I want you to note is that if we all must be engaged with actively spreading the word of God, Then, you must have had an encounter, a reception of the word of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 1. And Paul said, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also you have received, and wherein you stand, by which also you are saved, if you keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. 
For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which what? I also received. And I'm going to pause a little here because this is where the major issue is the link between God's word and the publish. That Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. And that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. So listen to me carefully. God gives his word. The word is loaded. The word is full of power. The word is full of effect. If the word comes into your life, it changes it changes. Paul was a man who was on a mission. He was living a kind of lifestyle. His life was going in a direction. And he experienced the word of God. He had an encounter with the hammer of God. He, the fire of God's word hit him in such a way that he couldn't recover. Several times he could not hide his testimony. He could not stop us saying, on this day, I received the word. The word of God came to me and it changed my entire life. It changed my career. It changed my profession. It changed the reason I was living. And nothing else made sense to me. That's why I can commit to you the same thing which I received. The word of God is effective in the hands of those who it has experienced, who it has caused an effect. And this morning I want to ask you, since you have been a believer, what quantity of effect has the word had in your life? It's exciting to just talk about things that have happened to you. Testimonies, this and that and that and that. But can you really look at yourself? And look at your actions and perceptions and attitudes and, and steps in life. And you can clearly say, my life is ordered by the word of the Lord. You will not be useful in this business if it hasn't happened to you. Now, one of the things I want you to note with the internet is that it is a world. It is a world. And in that world, you have an image. There is something that you will share the first thing that will happen in the mind of the person who is reading whatever you have shared is who you are, who he has experienced you to be. So we are not just talking about from today, you just start talking to people, Jesus loves you and just posting anything and just spreading. No, that's not just what we are saying. It's good. But I discover that if the word of God has not had an impact in your heart, even on the internet, you are a noisemaker. People are not 
going to take you serious. And it has to do with every other business of publishing the word of God. Every time people accept they have not had an encounter with you. But the more people have encounter with you, the more what you are saying to them makes sense or doesn't make sense. The more the word of God in your life has power or is powerless. What gives the word power is the men who are carrying it. Is the life of those who are publishing it. So Jesus was not just waiting to just send out his disciples. He made sure he took time. That if it's 12 people he got. If it's 120 he got. He is sure that this course will go around the whole earth. That if he got five correct men who understand what they are living for. And the word of God has had an impact in their life. So what they are saying is not just what they read or somebody bumped on them. It's what has produced a result in their hearts. They have seen it work wonders in their life. That the word of God has power in itself to produce some kind of effect that you cannot produce anywhere. Not with seminars, not with exposures, not with traveling around. You just suddenly discover that there is power in this thing I'm carrying. If that has not settled on you as a conviction, you cannot be useful in this business. And I want to just ask you to review your life. What has been your journey with the word of God? One of the problems of the gospel in our country is because it is not having an effect in the life of his carriers. It has no impact. Has the hammer of God's word changed your life course? That you were going in this direction and you had an encounter with God's word and it changed everything about your life. It changed how you run your affairs. It changed where you are going. When that begins to happen, then the word of God is go you are going to be an effective publisher anywhere, anytime. That is God's burden this morning. God is looking for men. You know why the apostles could die for what they believe? Now, listen, why am I saying this? I'm deviating into the second aspect of what we are discussing. The internet, as I said earlier, is a war. And the first thing you will observe when you enter that world is that it has its culture. It has its way of life. It has what makes sense. 
it has now do you observe that within certain space of time in fact i just observed that the way people are celebrated on their birthdays now is called if mommy ruby is celebrated but it's called world mommy ruby's day true or false that's a culture and these things is just like if you come if you are planning to reach out to the fulanese like we're trying to do some work to the houses that are living around there you first of all need to understand what's the culture you need to understand what is the language what are their perceptions what is it that makes sense here if not you will step there to reach out and you will be reached you will step there to do the work of the gospel and you will be combated. You will suddenly discover that your page, you know, if you follow people, there are, there are seasons that people's pages look alike. It is a world. It has what it wants to drive and achieve. And if you are coming into that world, Without a strong understanding of what you are coming to do, what you are coming with, and what you are coming to achieve, you will be swept along. So it's a very, very dicey world. Very, very dicey. People went to do their project on the internet. And they were caught in habits they can't get out of for the rest of their life. People just went there and they said, oh no, you cannot do without the internet. You can I actually, in this age, you cannot do without the internet. If you don't have a clear understanding of the gospel, of the word of God, you will be swept along. There are people who have changed their whole life affairs because they suddenly discover there's a trend moving on and they all saw it on the internet now I'm, I'm being very broad so I trust God that you are understanding me but let me give you a very simple example sister was sharing with me that the husband they have felt convinced of God to reach out and do their medicine here in the country. But every time they go to the internet. One time they were on the internet. And the husband shouted. This person has gone. This man who was so patriotic. And was so vision minded. And had purpose to achieve in this country. He has gone. And she said that was the first time. He said so what am I doing here? decision in life is being changed and altered because he has entered the world. Oh my God, are you understanding me? Oh my, are you understanding me? So if you don't enter that world first with a conviction of the gospel for your life, a conviction of what God has said concerning you, 
A conviction of what God wants to do with you. A conviction of what God has said in his word and you believe it. So if the word of God says, the life of a man does not consist in the abundance of things he has. It is not story. It is a conviction in my heart. So I don't place value on people by how much you have. That is the effect hammer of God's word brings. Are you following me now? That's a simple example. If that has not settled in your heart, when you step into that world, you will be swept along. You will be carried away. The truth is that there was a day, I can't remember when, but I just wanted to share a scripture. I must thank one of our daddies here. Every day if you go to his page, he gives you a scripture. And I discovered that I was struggling to send that scripture. Because the truth is that it is a K. It is not the culture of that world. And I suddenly I say, wow, Satan, this is a smart place to be, and you will not know that you have been taken. I said, what? He said, eh, don't you remember this person that you are doing business with, this person that you are, if they just see that you are a pastor. I said, so they have not even seen that I'm a pastor yet. Then something is wrong with me. Sometimes if people want to send things, they cut the word of God into a dream. They just say the word of God is faithful to me and it's, what does that mean? It cannot break anybody's head. I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. Are you understanding me? The kind of word of God that you will pass and you will cause commotion. People say, at ah, this church people have come and met us here. They should leave us. This place is for business. This place is to spread what you are doing. Ha ha. That's the culture. That's the world. So I want you to know that if the word of God has not gripped your heart and is running your life and is powering your life, it is the easiest place to backslide and not know you are backsliding because you'll be coming to church. But the truth is that your philosophies have changed. Your perceptions have changed. Your parents think that you are church people because you come here and recite memory verse. But what is powering your life is that world. Is the culture of that world. What is determining your definition of success is what you saw there, not what you saw here. So the Bible says that before people can be effective publishers, effective announcers of God's word, the first thing that must happen to them is that God did what? Gave his word. Did you follow, my, follow me now? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So technical for me, but I believe you understand it. If a young man has not 
understood the potency of God's word. Last Sunday the choir was singing, Jesus is the answer. And I asked myself, are they sure? Am I sure? When I have questions, is it Jesus that answers me? Jesus had to sort out an issue not too long ago in my life. Because you know when you are doing some things, you say, this is church. This is work. This is business. This is family. And in the family, I'm an Igbo man. And an Igbo man does not do this, does not do that, does not do this. Brother, you cannot publish anything. Listen to me, you will be a weak tool in the hand of God. But when people look at you and see that this man is another Igbo man, that's just his language. That's where he was born. But he belongs to another kingdom. Whenever you come with a publish of God's word, it creates a hammer. Paul! Because it's coming from a man who has received the word. Who the word has had an impact in his heart. Who when he's singing it. I went somewhere, some students were singing some songs and I stood up and said, Did you people mean what you were singing? I have no other God but you. Do you understand it? Has it entered your heart? Or is melody that you are just cracking? So that that agenda on the program can move. The effect of God's word is first in the effect it creates in the heart of those who are interested in publishing it. They are ready to die for it. They are ready to hold on to it. Oh, when you talk to them, they say, see this thing you are saying, I have been doing it for the last 10 years. It's not today I will change. I was reading a scripture the other day and the Bible says, Vain is the help of a man. Cost is any man whose trust is a man. And the Bible says, do you believe it? Now I've not been able to read, but just write in 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 14. Paul was writing to a young man, Timothy. I would have loved to read so many scriptures from there. And he said to Timothy, The things which you have heard or seen in me or believed, continue in them. Brothers and sisters, young men, do you have what you believe in? Do you have what you believe in? Do you have your philosophies and what is driving them, what is powering them? The internet is an open world. It's a boundless world. Every time you step on the internet, and that's why I feel that that is going to be the fulfillment of scripture before Christ comes. Because every time you move to the internet, you have broken bounds. You have broken barriers. There is no limit you have. Hallelujah. You see, before, every time we preach, it's only heard within the four walls of this church. Am I correct? But every time you climb into the internet, you are boundless. You can disciple somebody in Europe. You can follow up somebody in, in, in China. You can reach out to somebody in Saudi Arabia. As long as you climb there, so it's such a powerful tool. 
And the second thing I want you to notice that you don't control the back end. Did you hear me? As we are in church here, I can control everything you are doing. If I see everybody stand up, what happens? But if somebody is listening to me in his house, what will he still do? He will lie down. You don't control his response. <laughs> True or false? And that is, is, is it, it so encouraged me. I can finish preaching now and because of shame, nobody wants to respond. But not on the internet. There is no shame. You are not bound. Nobody knows whether you responded or not. Nobody knows. You can't predict the effect. You don't know what it has done in the life of people. You don't know who is thinking and thinking and saying, Kai, Kai, when will I settle down in life? This thing this person has said is true. The person will respond to you. He has read it and it looks like he has passed. But if it's the word of God, he's hammering something in his head. It's a place where you can't hold anybody. Everybody is free. Even if they drop down your post here, you go here and post another one. If they stop you here, you go here and do another one. If they ban you in this country, you go in this country and do what you are doing. It doesn't, you can't tie people down. That's what people don't understand. It's a, it's a limitless world. Every time you step on that platform, you are, you are, you are ahead. I would have loved to read now, if you, if you note Mark 16 verse 15, Matthew chapter 24 verse 14. The Bible kept talking about all the world, into all the world. Let me announce to you that the internet is the fastest way to fulfill that scripture. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? If this must be fulfilled, then you must be on the internet. You must be thinking of advancing the work of God on the internet. You must be thinking of spreading the word of God. But you must not forget that what I'm going to spread is not trash. It's not chaff. It's the word of God. Three stories which I will just point out and I will round up. The story of the woman at Samaria. The story of the young girl, woman at Samaria, John chapter 4. Verse 24 to 30, the woman, the, the young girl from Samaria that was taken captive, Second Kings chapter 5, verse 4 to 5, Naaman's house girl. And the young, the madman in Mark chapter 5, verse 18 to 20. So three people, John chapter 4, verse 24 to 30, Second Kings chapter 5, verse 1 to 5. Mark chapter 5, verse 18 to 20. And I'll just say three things and I'll round up. The first is that with the internet, every man has a space. Every man has a pulpit. Every man has a platform. Every man has an opportunity. You cannot be bound again. Let none hear you saying, there's nothing I can do. You can do something. You can't be stopped again. You may not be able to have access to this pulpit. It will be more than 52 people times plus Wednesday, 100 and people that will climb here. But with the internet, you are a pastor, you are a preacher. You are an apostle. 
Just fire the word of God as it comes to your heart. Nobody can stop you. Nobody can bound you. Nobody can limit you. If you sit in your room now and start worshipping God, worshipping God and playing keyboard or whatever you are doing, and somebody is videoing you, nobody can stop you. The only way I can stop you is that if I don't want to watch it, I, I, I remove it. Is that okay? That's how you can't control the back end. But don't worry. There's somebody who is going to be blessed by it. You have a space. You have a status. You have a place where your voice can be heard. Don't keep quiet. You have a place where somebody can hear you. Somebody in America. Somebody in Europe. A friend who has for long forgotten you. Can hear the word of God from your mouth. Publish the word. That, that girl had a, had, a, had a platform. She was a house girl and it looked like I don't have a platform. But she said this neymar can repent. He can be helped. I can, I, can, I can change his life. I'm not just here to be washing plates. I can do something that this man can be helped. I can say something that this man will give attention to it. So she published the word of God. Oh God, you can be helped. She used the internet of the man's wife. And when the man read it, he said, wow. He, he referred it to the king and he was helped. So I want you to note that you have a space. Can you help me tell your neighbor you have a platform? You have a pulpit. Listen to me. If God does not grip your heart with this body, all you'll be sharing is your business ideas, your company profile. Your company name. And when you get to heaven, you will be embarrassed. I tell you, you will be embarrassed. You say, but God, they didn't allow me to preach in church. God said, eh? Within 24 hours, 200 people could hear the word of God. Yesterday night, I was reading through a brother's status. And I said, what? It so blessed my life. And I said, brother, ride on. This blessed my life. And he said, oh, I'm so encouraged. I don't know. I said, you can't control the back end. You can't know what is happening. Just speak it. You came across God's word that has changed your life. And the second thing I said, share the testimony. If God has done something in your life, let it be heard abroad. You have been struggling with masturbation and God delivered you. Announce it. Announce it and say there is power in the word of God. You are listening to hearing me and you are struggling with masturbation. God set me free. He can set you free. Announce it. Don't hide your testimony. The woman in Samaria ran to the village and announced it and said, come and see the man. Come and see the man. Now I will end with something closely linked to that. You can be a referent. You can refer somebody. You know what touched me was that little girl didn't have the solution. She didn't have the cure. But she knew where the cure would be gotten. She knew someone who will speak to her and change her story. And she said, oh God, you can go there. The Samaritan woman hadn't learned the theology of preaching. But if she had had an encounter, she knows that an encounter will also help my car classmates. I had a very touching experience. I went somewhere to share God's word and the power of God's word came and helped someone. And when she shared how she came for that meeting, I broke down in tears. I said, God, 
how one of her friends followed her, sent it to her, invited, did everything. You don't know, you may not be able to talk. Two weeks time, we are going to be having a youth weekend here. And you have how many days to bombard your status with it. I may not know how to preach. But even if you are in the UK or in the US, join us by 5.30. I followed the weekend outreach in February from Abuja. On Friday, I was doing some things in Abuja. I followed the meeting. On Saturday, I came here because I had been able to come down. Saturday, I came and sat here. You may not see me here, but you don't know what happened at the back end. Once you climb on the internet, there's no limit. But God needs a large company. And this is where I want to end. The Bible said God gave the world. Great was the company that did what? That did what? That published it. Brethren, every one of us has a role to play as part of this great company. If all the youths in this church decide that we're going to do a short clips, a short video, and we want the attendance on our Facebook page or whatever page or whatever people are watching, not to be less than 300. Brethren, you can do it. Unfortunately, when anything is announced from here, I don't have what to do. They say we are going to share flyer. Okay, I will come that last day. But you have a platform. You cannot preach to that your roommate. But when she sees that you are announcing that thing over and over, she says, no, 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 there's something here. And she sees that she doesn't need to come because maybe her dressing will not be accepted. Or maybe she will not look formal. And she said, let me sit in my room and check. And the word of God hits her. The hammer of God's word hits her or hits him. He gets solution to his life. All the world must hear this. And with the internet, we can reach the world. Amen? Amen. We can reach the world. It's not sufficient. We have invested millions in media and in all of that. Join the train. Come see where God has been changing my life. Come next so, 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 so days. Five days to go. God will make you an ambassador. Spread and publish the word. You don't know how to preach. But you can be like that Samaritan woman. When they come, they will meet the Elisha. They will meet the word of God here. And their story will be changed. You have a role. You have a platform. You have a space. You can bring someone to Christ. You don't know. I have seen it work. Brethren, I'm shouting like this because I've seen it work. I've seen it work. You go to places and someone says, I- I've never been a-, a part of this meeting. Somebody has been disturbing me and say, you must come. And they come that day. And the word of God that is life is sent out. And there's a harvest of souls. We all don't need to be preachers. But if we seek God and say, Lord, send your word. The word of God will come and there will be light. As I round up, have you heard the word of God?
You are sitting in this congregation. The word of God has not had an effect on your life. You have been coming here, but anytime the hammer is coming, you just dodge it. Say, jump and pass. God is giving you another opportunity. Not just to share naked pictures on your status. Whether they are your friends or not. Because it's just their birthday. But that you become an apostle of this gospel. Of the regiving word of God. And you are saying, young girl, God has changed my life. I sat one day in church and the hammer came on me. I was struggling, I was struggling, I was struggling. But fire burnt my struggle. And it settled that matter for life. You also can be free. Brethren, that's the hammer this morning. You can release yourself and say, Lord, I've struggled enough. Change my story. Bow your heads as we pray. There's life in the house of God this morning. Yes, you have been born again. But the things happening around your life, you need the fire of God's word. You need a hammer to bring peace between you and your wife. You need a hammer to set your path free of those confusion and those scatteredness. You have been moving in life the way your friends have been moving and you are confused. Can you open your heart to God and say, Jesus, you are the answer. Sort my life this morning. Change my story this morning. The Lord gave the word. The Lord sent the word. And all I've been praying for all these days as I kept praying, Lord, send your word to my life. Speak your word to my life. Speak your word to my life. Hey, the word of God gives a man direction. The word of God gives a man focus. The word of God delivers a man from running around aimlessly. I have experienced it, brethren. You can be running around and your life is still confused and scattered and disorganized. And God will send this word and give you rest. This morning, that's what I want to, chance I want to give you. A time is fast spent. And you are saying, Lord, send your word into my marriage. Send your word into my marital life. Send your word into my business. Send your word into my family. This my son has outgrown correction. Lord, send your word. Bring the hammer of your word into my life. I have struggled so much. Send your word. Send your word, oh God. Give your word. Lift up your hands wherever you are. I just want to pray with you. Father, thank you for these hands who are opening their heart and crying. Send your word. Send your word. Send your word. 
Jehovah, Jehovah, send light, send light. That sister you are struggling. Should I move with this man or this other man? Savior, send the light. Young man, you are struggling. You have been into gay over and over and over. And you are discarded and scattered. Receive God's word this morning and be set free. I hope you are bold about it. Then you lift your hands boldly and say, Lord, if your word is hammer, then change my story. If your word is light, then help my confusion. Father, you are seeing these hands lifted up to you. They are crying to you and they are saying, Lord, just send your word into my life. Send your word into my life. Send your word into my walk. Send your word into my family. Send your word this morning. I will bow at your word. I will respond to your word. I will obey your word. Father, you are seeing these hands. They are seeing this hand, Savior. Please, the way I lifting your hands, I'm not comfortable. Lift it boldly to God. Say, Lord, I'm here. Reach out to me. Father, you are seeing these hands. Thank you, Jesus, because you are doing something in the hearts of men. Thank you because you are breaking habits. Thank you because you are setting free. Oh, Lord, families that have been chained, people who have been confused, students who have been scattered and disorganized. Lord, let the word of salvation set free in the name of Jesus. Oh, Jesus, just do a new thing in our hearts today. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I will end with this. God is seriously laying it on my heart. There's someone who needs to break from a chain, a sinful chain. As our eyes are closed and our heads are bound, just rise wherever you are. I want to round up what God is saying. Somebody needs to break out of a sinful habit. A sinful chain that has tied you down. If you are the one, please be bold. Be bold. The Lord bless you. Be bold. Be bold and say, Lord, send me help. Lift your hands wherever you are. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Break that chain this morning. Break that chain this morning. Set free, Lord, this morning, oh God. Set free, Lord, this morning. Please be humble enough to lift your hands to God. God is giving you a chance. And I could have rounded up, but God said, I just need to do this. Boldly stand wherever you are and just walk to me. Please, just be bold about it. Just come. Come. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Just come. Just come. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody is still sitting down. Come. Somebody is still sitting down. Come. You have tried to free yourself. You have tried to free yourself. Yes, you are good. You are in church. But you are struggling. You are struggling. You can't come under the hammer of God's word this morning and still go back the same. I was to round up the spirit of God saying, no, somebody must be pulled out. 
Fire must burn that habit for life. There must be an end to that struggle. I'm still waiting for one person. Just one person. Oh, Savior. You knew about these young people who walked into church today. Despite all the resistance from the enemy. You knew chains must be broken, oh God. Yes, you have helped those of us who, are, who, who just need your word in our lives. But these ones are saying, Father, I cannot be bound any longer. I cannot be bound any longer. You are listening to me on air. Kneel down wherever you are. The power of God wants to set you free. The power that breaks chains. That breaks habits. That breaks bounds. Things that have tied people down. The fire of God's word. The fire of God's grace. The fire of God's presence. Is setting you free, oh God, tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Just walk up. You are kneeling before God. Just talk to him and say, God, help me. Help me. Help me. I'm going to hand over to our daddy, but I still feel there's somebody. You see, we are not just cajoling you. I still feel there's somebody. We're going to try to create space to talk with you and grant you help. I still feel there's somebody. The burden of God is saying, Can't, don't you want to be free? Don't you want to be free? Are you enjoying what you are doing? Don't you want to be free? If you are kneeling here, please just talk to God. Say, Father, help me. Father, put an end to this struggle. Father, set me free. Father, help me. Those around me don't know I'm struggling. But you have come to me this morning. And you have come to speak freedom to me. If there is power in your word, then I open my heart this morning. Lord, send your light. Break me free from this. Break me from this chain. I'm already seeing myself going. Lord, Lord, pull me back. Pull me back. Pull me back. Deliver me from this pit of hell. Deliver me from this confusion. Open your mouth and talk to God. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and cry and say, Father, help me. Father, deliver me. Father, pull an end to this. Savior in heaven, do something.
affirmation you are declaring the reality of your conviction now father in heaven i thank you you love me you delivered me from the kingdom of darkness to that of the marvelous light in your son jesus you made me your own Lord, I have been entangled again with this habit, with this lifestyle, with this attitude, with this mindset, and it has had power over me this morning, O Lord, by reason of the purchase of my life on the cross of Calvary by Jesus. Lord, I cleanse myself of all filthiness, of flesh, of mind, of habits, and of spirits in the name of Jesus. The habits, the lifestyle, the secret sins that have had power over me, this morning I renounce them. I give them up and I declare that they have no more power over me. Sin, habits that are not of you have no more dominion over me because Jesus is reasserting his place in my life. I purge myself from every iniquity, from every lifestyle, from every habit. And I present myself living sacrifice, holy body, sanctified mind, renewed spirit before you. Thank you as you help me, as you release me unto your work, unto your service, unto your delight. In the name of Jesus Christ. And Father, even so, let it be in these lives as you set them on fire, as Jesus reasserts dominion on them, and sin, and habits, and no other evil effect from the internet, from peer pressure, or from this age, has any more dominion on them going forward in the name of Jesus Christ. Your word is real, and we have acted on your word. Perform the doing of it to God, and take the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. And Father, we thank you. Cause that everyone who is here will go to the world of internet, free of charge now, and little or no cost where we have up to 965 million audience at our behest 
where we can reach with your word, where we can reach with your testimony. Convert our texting, convert our chatting, convert our long phone calls to opportunities, Lord, for reaching out for souls in the name of Jesus Christ. Almighty God, every one of us is a witness. We are ambassadors for you and the written word by, by your spirit through this medium can reach all and sundry, can reach those our neighbors, can reach those our classmates, can reach those our agemates, can reach where we can no longer go because of arthritis, can reach where we may not be able to go because of lapsing in strength. Heavenly Father, prompt us in spirit every day and every hour we go there to be influenced by what others have done, what others are saying, what others are reading, what others are trying to impose. That we can also make manifest and send forth your word and great will be the company of those who will read it and may they run as they catch the vision of salvation and dedicated service for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, everyone who has a phone here, old or young, phone literate or not, give us this prompting and give us this burden that this is another platform to reach out for you. And may we see the joy, may we see the grace, may we see the effort. Lord, as we reach out, empower this your word and bring many more souls unto salvation, unto healing, and unto recovery and restoration of work with you in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Oh, oh, oh.